0: As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. To you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, good morning, everyone. Today we celebrate the feast which makes today the birthday of the church, Pentecost. The name comes from the number 50 and falls 50 days after Easter. During the first Pentecost, the books of Acts describes the disciples all gathered together in one place and there became a loud rushing sound. Rushing wind entered the room and tongues of fire appeared and parted, coming to rest on the heads of the disciples, and all who were there were filled with the Holy Spirit. We hear in this description two great symbols of the Holy Spirit, that of this rushing wind and that of the fire that parted. Wind is a mysterious thing. We don't completely understand exactly where it comes from, although there might be some great scientist among us who can say it comes from the ocean or something like that. We simply know that we feel its presence when we go outside or when we see the leaves blow. There's something unpredictable about the wind, just as oftentimes the Holy Spirit working in our lives can seem unpredictable. Just as we cannot control the wind, We cannot control the Holy Spirit either. When we give ourselves over to the Holy Spirit, we we come under its control, so to speak. We lose ourselves, and the Holy Spirit works through us, and that can be a very good thing. In order for this to happen, we have to pray for the Holy Spirit to come upon us because God will never violate our free will and force the Holy Spirit on us. And so if we want the Holy Spirit to move us, we have to ask the Holy Spirit to come to us. In the old Christian hymn, they used to sing, Veni Sancte Spiritus, Come Holy Spirit. An invitation of the Holy Spirit to come and enter the hearts of believers. And so it's essential that we must ask the Holy Spirit to come in and work through us. Wind can either be gentle or gentle very powerful or anything in between. We can see just how powerful wind can be when we experience a hurricane or a tornado. This is how the Holy Spirit can be. Sometimes the Holy Spirit is very gentle. We may not even know its presence. And sometimes the Holy Spirit is very powerful. When someone is filled with the Holy Spirit, uh, they can do great things. For example, think of Mother Teresa of Calcutta When she received the Holy Spirit into her life, she left uh, pretty much a very, um, not the lap of luxury, but she was a very comfortable life. But she went from there to Calcutta to serve the poorest of the poor. And from that place, she became a very powerful voice in the lives of the poor. St. John Paul II, living in communist-controlled Poland, filled with the Holy Spirit, was able to topple that communist government. The Holy Spirit working in you will sweep you away and make you also a powerful force for God. The Holy Spirit was also described as tongues of fire and fire is something that's also power, powerful. We know to be careful around fire from the time when we were just little kids. Fire can be useful in a number of different ways. It can be used to prepare food to be eaten. It can heal, it can purify, it can give us warmth, and it can lighten our way. When you want to purify something, say a doctor wants to purify his scalpel, or a blacksmith wanting to refine his gold, fire is a useful tool. It burns away impurities and make things new. The Holy Spirit does this for our souls also. We live in a city that takes its name from the mythical bird, the phoenix, which rises from its own ashes and is reborn. When the Christian invites the Holy Spirit into their lives, they experience something that renews them, that leads them into the confessional and wants to take away those things that are not from God. This burning away is a cleansing. Jesus describes the experience of baptism as a rebirth, born again in baptism. This is because when we are baptized, we are filled with the Holy Spirit, also during our confirmation. Christians filled with the Holy Spirit often find themselves in need of purifying their souls. That is, of burning things out of their lives which are not, not of Christ. One thing which kind of changed me forever was when I heard that Saint John Paul II went to confession every week. Um, People who are filled with the Holy Spirit are often mindful of even the tiniest ways that they have offended God and feel the need to confess. The Holy Spirit wants to burn away our pride, our greed, our envy, anger, and lust. The Holy Spirit working in us wants to cleanse us and burn out all sinfulness. Fire is also illuminating Before electricity was invented, the only way to bring light into darkness was to bring a candle or some form of fire. The Holy Spirit reveals God to us. St. Paul says that we cannot know Jesus as Lord unless we are filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not just fire, but tongues of fire, which implies speech. They were not afraid they were afraid and they were hiding. They were afraid of talking about Jesus and that was not of the Holy Spirit. But the first thing the disciples do once they receive the Holy Spirit is they go out and they begin to proclaim Jesus Christ in the public. They were not afraid anymore and they went out into the world and proclaimed Jesus Christ as Lord. Our world does not want us to proclaim the news of Jesus Christ. It wants us to keep our faith private This is not biblical, it's not of the Holy Spirit. The world will tolerate us Christians for now, but the world wants us to keep our faith quiet. They want us rather to whisper about Jesus among ourselves. The Holy Spirit moves us out into the world as it did the disciples. It makes us want to speak publicly about Jesus without fear. Pentecost today is the birthday of the church. Once the church received the Holy Spirit, she is ready to go into the world and to proclaim the gospel, the good news. St. Paul says the Spirit gives many gifts. Everyone in here today who is baptized has received a gift from the Holy Spirit. Baptism is not an empty or harmless symbol, but rather an immersion in the Holy Spirit. And through baptism, you have received a gift not of your own edification, but for the building of the church. Each has their own gift, as St. Paul says, and we need them all just as the body needs all of its parts. Some have the gift of wisdom. If this is your gift, then use it to teach and speak the truth about Jesus. Maybe your gift is faith, share it, give it to others. Maybe there is someone in your world who needs faith from you. Maybe you have been given the gift of healing. Find someone troubled and tell them of your healing. The point is that that we are called to be filled with the Holy Spirit, to receive the Holy Spirit's gifts, and to share them with the world. And so today as we celebrate Pentecost, and we think of that wind, we think of that fire, We invite the Holy Spirit to come and enter into each of our hearts so that we would give our free will to God, that we want to be his messengers, his disciples in our world. We want to receive the gifts the Holy Spirit wants to give us, and we want to be renewed in our faith and our devotion to serve God. Ultimately, we are called to bring that faith out and to illuminate our world. May God bless each of us in those days tasks. Amen.